0: My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.
1: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com
0: the winners and still the champions of the land, Manchester City, five and a half mad magnificent minutes took them from the point of despair to this moment of ecstasy, truly the gold standard club of our time and once more just, just beyond the reach of the best of the rest
1: Well, amazing scenes there uh, as Manchester City confirmed the fact, yep, they're back-to-back champions in the EPL. Amazing uh, performance. What a comeback. 2-0 down to Aston Villa uh, and then uh, a brace to uh, Gundogan and uh, Rodri equalising with two minutes later uh, and they uh, actually got up and won at uh, Etihad Stadium. Best seat in the house, uh, I would have thought, if you're a sports fan or if you're a football reporter, even better. Uh, Ben Ransom is uh, that, he's both of those things, he's with Sky Sport. Uh, Ben, good morning to you. Just how special, you picked the right place to be.
0: (laughs) Didn't I just, yeah. Yeah, good morning. Um, Absolutely amazing. Uh, In terms of Premier League finishes, Manchester City have been in a couple of pretty sensational ones Um, and bizarrely both have finished 3-2 the it was 10 years ago last week the Aguero goal won it for them uh, their first Premier League title right in the injury time that was absolutely amazing and I suppose we the City fans never thought that would be topped but today when they went 2-0 down I'm not sure many really thought they would come back and win 3-2 like they did but to score Those three goals in five minutes. Uh, The stadium was absolutely bouncing. Um, Yeah, it was pretty remarkable. And breathless. And when you consider this is a 38-game season and it came down at the top and the bottom to the final 15 minutes. I think that's pretty remarkable.
1: I think it's one of the great concepts in sport, actually, uh, that uh, the authorities have picked up on here, uh, Ben, and that is to kick off every game at exactly the same time. So the whole season, as you say, 38 matches, it all comes down to a crescendo at basically the same moment in time. It's a wonderful thing, and I would imagine uh, as City fans are keeping a really close eye on what's happening with Liverpool, vice versa, Uh, so the ebbs and flows around the ground are special.
0: Exactly that, and it wasn't always the case. Um, You know, you go back kind of 20, 30 years, and it wasn't always the case that the final games were played together. So the Premier League, has kind of brought them all as one. And it's something that the Football League now does as well. So the division's below the Premier League. And of course, it makes for this amazing final day, especially when there's so much on the line. And you're absolutely right. When Liverpool... I mean, I couldn't quite believe it. The first goal of the day was actually scored by Wolves at Liverpool in a game that we all thought they would counter to because Wolves have not been anything special at all lately. Um, So for Wolves to score first, obviously the City fans start cheering and celebrating. And then not long after that, of course, Aston Villa take the lead at Manchester City. And all of a sudden, you can imagine the cop erupts in Liverpool because they've equalised and they know really that A second goal for them, the title's theirs. And the fact, as I say, it went all the way down to the wire like it did. Even at the end, even in the last few minutes, with Liverpool comfortably leading Wolves by that point, City were ahead against Villa. But any Villa goal, any mistake, anything that went slightly wrong, I don't know, a a dodgy penalty or a bad defensive decision, Villa back in the game and the title's going to Anfield again. So, I mean, absolutely amazing. And as I say, for that to be happening at the top, while there was all the drama at the bottom as well simultaneously, I have to say, uh, the audience on Sky Sports were treated to a pretty special day, I'd say.
1: Okay, so um, there was a downside to it. We understand uh, Aston Villa goalkeeper Robin Olsen was assaulted numerous times as the fans came onto the pitch, which is something that doesn't happen very often in British football. Their crowd control is generally not too bad with the, um, you know, with the atmospheres that they have there. Has, Has there been any further developments over that?
0: well at the moment it's being investigated so the the police in and around manchester are looking at it both clubs specifically manchester city are looking at it i mean look um unfortunately we've seen a few of these unsavory scenes actually in recent weeks now the authorities are are trying to work out what to do about it because you're right by and large english british football fans have been pretty well behaved over the last couple of decades certainly inside of stadiums but just lately, and it, it, if we think back to the Euros last year and all the crowd trouble around the final before England against Italy at Wembley, and that's kind of spilled over into the season. We've seen a bit of unrest in and around the stands, but most recently when teams have either been winning promotion or winning titles, the fans have been running on the pitch. Now, a few years ago, the fans would run on the pitch without incident. You know, they potentially pat their own players on the back and they dance around a bit and Yes, be a bit silly and a bit giddy in the moment, but we weren't seeing the kind of things we're seeing now whereby exactly that. Robin Olsen, it looks like on the footage I've seen, he takes a couple of whacks to the back of the head. It's not too severe, but that's saying, of course, a player should not be in any way assaulted on the pitch. So it's ugly, but we saw an even uglier incident a couple of days ago where one of the Sheffield United players after a game got head-butted. It's... It's getting worse unfortunately, and the the challenge here for the authorities is to is to try and stop it happening. We don't want to go back to the days where we have to have those big metal horrible fences that we had in the kind of the eighties and nineties um that were i mean you know if you think back to those images that 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 immediately to me conjures up a time where hooliganism was rife and the fans were treated like animals. We don't want to get back to that, but then with that goes a trust that the fans can behave themselves. And unfortunately, there is this minority and it's only a few, but they are making, a, a, you know, they're making a, a bit of a statement at the moment. And unfortunately, it, it's headlines for the wrong reasons.
1: We can't, uh, we can't really not uh, mention Liverpool here because it wasn't that long ago, Ben, I think what, two and a half months ago we were thinking, well, it's all over and done with. Manchester City's lead was 14 points in January. 14 points. Uh, Liverpool's, uh, threat to them and the latter part of the season has been quite outstanding in uh, a real watershed season for them as it goes anyway
0: absolutely i mean liverpool have had an amazing season the fact that they came so close to winning the quadruple i mean that would have pretty much completed football you might have had to just stop the sport to be honest because that is unheard of yeah I've seen teams do trebles before but and they're rare enough um but the quadruple would have been something absolutely remarkable. Now the fact they've won both domestic cup competitions is, is testament to what this team's done because I think their last defeat was actually um they haven't lost the game Liverpool this calendar kind of year pretty much in the Premier League. That's how good they've been. They've been relentless keeping the pressure on Manchester City. You're right, they've clawed back, well, effectively thirteen of the fourteen points they were behind. And The title race this has been most similar to, I guess, is the one a few years back, 2018, 19, when the same thing happened in terms of Liverpool and Man City were separated by a point in the end, but they were again, relentless at the end of the season. But that season was different because Liverpool were the ones that set the early pace in the early part of the season. Man City was seven points behind at one stage. They, They beat them at the Etihad in that season and then they clawed the gap back and then they ultimately overhauled them. This was different. City, as you say, had that huge cushion and Liverpool have just pegged them back and back and back and back all the while succeeding in the cup competitions, winning the domestic couple of cups they've won and getting to the Champions League final. So, I mean, they've had an unbelievable season. So twofold, really, I think, absolute credit to Liverpool who may well get a treble they may win the Champions League which of course is one of the most prestigious trophies in the whole of the world and yet also credit to Manchester City who remarkably have held off what is an absolutely incredible team and they've done that four of the last five seasons now which is again an amazing achievement because the quality of these two teams at the same time is something we've perhaps never seen in the Premier League before
1: let's look at uh a playoff for fourth and because, of course, that's so significant financially uh, in terms of access to around uh, other competitions in Europe. And two massive wins this morning. Tottenham uh, 5-0 over Norwich. Arsenal 5-1 over Everton. So Spurs uh frog Arsenal in the last week.
0: Yeah, uh, that game in the North London derby when Spurs beat Arsenal was absolutely uh, crucial in this race because Arsenal had it in their own hands a few weeks ago and they've been playing some pretty good football. Again, Arsenal have come on this year under Mikel Arteta. I remember last season and even the early part of this season, there was quite a lot of noise and dissatisfaction around the job he was doing. And then he managed to create this much more exciting younger team. And really, they, as I say, they were in pole position to get fourth a couple of weeks ago. Getting beaten by Tottenham was, was bad enough. Uh, but that, gave tottenham the initiative because up until that point they were relying on arsenal to slip well the fact they were able to beat themselves and again a remarkable job done by antonio Conte as well because when he took over tottenham was struggling i think it would have been at the time he would have seen it the board at tottenham would have seen it as a massive achievement to qualify for the champions league of course that was the aim but they knew, even at that stage, they were relying on other teams slipping up and dropping points, etc. Well, that is what's happened. But also, Tottenham have had some great, great wins along the way. They've, they've, you know, you, you think back a few weeks when they um, they took points off Manchester City and they took points off Liverpool. So they proved under Conte and with all their players fit and firing, they're a match for anyone in the Premier League. So credit to them. Fourth is massive. It means they may well keep Conte next year because there was so uncertainty about where he'd go. Harry Kane looks as though he's staying because now City have bought a striker. There's nowhere really for him to go. Heung-min has got level in the golden boot race with Mo Salah this season. They share that award, which is, again, an amazing achievement. So look, I think there's a lot to be positive about for Tottenham, and equally for Arsenal, even though they have to drop into the Europa League.
1: All right, at the other end of the table, and uh, we talk about emotion and winning, there's also emotion at staying up. So even though they played away from home, Leeds uh, managed to get up over Brentwood, who got uh, a red car, which helped Leeds' uh, co- case in that regard. So there would be just as much joy around Ellen Road, I would imagine, as there was at Etihad Stadium for the fact that they
0: survived. Yeah, I mean Leeds again. They've been going in the opposite direction. They've really struggled actually in recent weeks to get points and wins. They've they've had a poor run of form. They've been paid back in a couple of games. They've had ill discipline on the pitch. They've you know there there were a couple of matches where they got players sent off. They look they looked looking around the team. Y- you were wondering where the goals were going to come from, and there was loads of drama today. I mean, look they they. Went ahead. Well, they scored a goal, I should say. Um, Joe Gilhart scored an absolutely brilliant strike in the first half, but it was ruled out for a narrow offside. So they had to come back from that. Then they got the penalty. Rafinha scored the penalty. They're ahead. They're staying up. Burnley were losing at this point because Burnley went into the final day actually above Leeds in the table. So they had to just match their result. So Burnley at home to Newcastle, you'd have fancied them to, if they really needed to, get a point. Well, they ended up losing that game, which opened the door for Leeds again. 1-1 into the real late stage of that match and then to get a 94th minute uh, winner or whatever it was to win 2-1 for Leeds it meant, it meant essentially Burnley had to score and beat Newcastle and that was going to be impossible so that goal sealed it and yeah the Leeds fans have uh, they're great i mean look they they're really loud they're noisy they make an incredible atmosphere at uh, Elland Road um and Leeds is a massive football club that's taken so long to get back in the Premier League so for them to have dropped down after just Two full seasons would have been a bit of a disaster for them. The fact they've managed to stay up could be the making of the club again because, again, financially, you talk about the the financial benefits of getting in the Champions League. Well, the financial benefits of just staying in the Premier League compared to being relegated to the Championship are absolutely astronomical. So it's the sort of moment in Leeds history that we can look back on in five or ten years when perhaps they've re established themselves in the Premier League again as a force of English football, and we can maybe look back on that that one goal from Jack Harrison, that one win at Brentford, as being the thing that perhaps sparked the next part of the Leeds chapter.
1: Ben Ransom, who's coming up? Has it been confirmed exactly who is coming up to EPL yet?
0: Yes, we know that uh, Fulham are coming up as champions. They absolutely, uh, they blitzed the championship for most of the season. Again, they they limped over the line a bit, but Alexander Mitrovic scored something like 40-odd goals in the championship. So, a lot's expected of him coming back to perhaps finally hit the ground running in the Premier League. Bournemouth, who a bit like Fulham, have been up and down a little bit, but they've come back as well as the automatic spots. And then there's a fascinating playoff final so next weekend Huddersfield Town take on Nottingham Forest in the playoff final one of those teams gets the golden ticket I mean back in the day it was 100 million pounds I think it's probably 150 200 million pound game now all-on-one game of football at Wembley. I mean, it, the championship playoff final is one of the, the highlights of the calendar. I think it's an absolutely marvellous thing. Huddersfield, they finished third in the table um, overall. They're much more pragmatic. They've always been fairly solid defensively. They, they grind out results where required. Forest is a great... I mean, look, we all remember Forest from the mm. 80s under Brian Clough winning European trophies, being kings of Europe, kings of England. In the 90s was when they had that slip down. And then actually, and remarkably, they've not been in the Premier League for 20 years. A bit like Leeds, they're a club that's dropped out. Massive name in English football, huge fan base, but they've really struggled. So if they could get back again, it could be massive for that club. So huddersfield Forest is going to be an amazing game next week. And also credit to to Forest for even getting there, because at one stage this season, they they were at the bottom of the table. And to have fought their way back up, they're one of the form teams and they play an exciting brand of football as well. So it's the pragmatists against the entertainers, I guess, at Wembley. We'll see who wins out um, and the winners will get £150, £200 million and, again, could guarantee the future of the club for the next decade.
1: Amazing. Absolutely amazing numbers you're talking about there and the emotion that you've been able to portray for us this morning, Ben. Uh, Thank you very much for your time and your wrap-up on the EPL. Very jealous that you were on the spot and we were watching it from afar, but... uh, uh, the benefits of the jobs,
0: eh? The benefits of the job. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, honestly, a great occasion, a fitting end to what's been a great season. Roll on a month off, roll on a bit of cricket and then, yeah, it all starts again pretty soon doesn't it? Because the World Cup in the winter means everything gets shuffled forward a little bit. So it won't be long, I'm sure, before I'm on some sort of pre-season tour somewhere. But thank you very much for having me.
1: Uh, ben Ransom, uh, it's been a highlight of the show for us. Thank you so much uh, for, for updating us there and uh, rest well if you get a chance and travel well in the new season. Thank you. Thank you. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.